Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Happy Being Well. We have another exciting guest for you today. She's going to share with us her nuggets of wisdom of self-love, sharing with us her journey of self-love and some of her techniques and strategies and how she loves herself. Uh, we have Marlene, Marilyn, Marilyn <laughs> Crump, business developer. Uh, before we dive deep with Marilyn, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com, your online store for online yoga leggings, crystals, 100% facial masks, natural deodorants, robes, and so much more organic self-care goodies. Subscribe to their email newsletter for 10% off all products, including free shipping within the USA. All right, so welcome, Marilyn. So you are a business developer, and what has been your journey towards? Uh, my journey has been really uh, interesting. I'm sure everybody's has been similar to, as well, being that we probably all start from being parent parented and told how to live our life and um for me, being Asian, that definitely was a, a more heavy handed experience where they're telling you like, this is what you should wear. This is what kind of career you should have when you graduate college, where to go to college, all that good stuff. And I always found myself rebelling, but yet I super loved my family. So I was having the struggle between do I please them or do I please myself? And part of that identity crisis would lead to like confusing decisions, namely on just the career path I wanted to take. I always knew that I loved being creative and uh, things of like uh, either performances or art, like that was something that I gravitated towards, but I was expected to become a, either a surgeon or a lawyer, you know, all these other big expectations. And I went to college, had a full academic scholarship, but then was self-sabotaging. And those grades were going, going down because I wasn't into what I was uh, committing to because it wasn't really me. And I uh, finally had that moment where I had to really figure things out or else I was going to have to, you know, do something different, probably not attend college, but I really liked being there. And I met um, a wonderful person who was my um, counselor at the time there. And what she said was, you know, what is it that you really want to do? If you could just live your life the way you want to live it, what would that look like? And I said, you know, I like exploring creativity and I, that's what I want to do. And so I switched my major junior year of college and didn't turn back, didn't tell anybody that I was doing that. I did a self-design in interdisciplinary arts. And when I walked across the stage to get my diploma and I didn't tell people I changed my major, like it was a pretty big shock. And my dad, I don't think talked to me for like hours after graduation because <laughs> he was like, what in the world? Um, but that then started like a, you know, some, I wasn't quite confident yet to live that life, but at least that was one major decision to start moving towards like what I wanted to do. So that was in the year 2000. Fast forward, I'm here at year 2021, almost to 2022, and I've actually ran my business since that point, um, started my business in college that senior year, and my business is called Art Inspired, 
And so I help other creatives develop their business plans and create businesses out of their interests and what they're aligned to. So this is going to be a, this is a great conversation that um, I get to be with here with you, Rita, because this is fantastic for other people to hear that they can make those types of self improvement decisions. Cool. Awesome. So, so basically according to that specific scenario, self-love it part of self-love would be listening to your truth. Yes, definitely that. So if one doesn't listen to their truth, um, would that indicate they're really not loving themselves or not because they're not really having faith in their truth. They're not really taking the time out to like, basically, as we all say, date ourselves to get to know ourselves, taking the time just for uh, me time, as opposed to constantly distracting yourself with people and being busy. Um, it, so that, would you, would you say that's a form of not really loving yourself if you don't listen to your truth and you're just in a sea of what other people are expecting you to be or um, just rather listening to their, their opinions opposed to having faith and listening to your own voice? Yes, yeah. You kind of ignore intuition, right? And I've heard you speak about this before where that's a big deal for people to have an evolved intuition. But when you're always seeking approval from other people or trying to live life that uh, your life, the way they expect you to live, you're not listening to yourself. You definitely don't listen to yourself. And I just remember not being happy really deep down. Like there's a surface happy that you kind of show up with and try to be very positive and living that kind of a lie started really uh, making me stressed out at those key moments where I wouldn't even realize the stress was coming, but I would break so easily. And I would feel like, is this a way it is? Like if you're a nice person and you're trying to please everybody, is your heart always on your sleeve? Are you always going to feel the sensitive about stuff? And I didn't realize that you are sensitive because deep down you're fighting this battle with yourself constantly because you're not addressing your own happiness. You're not taking care of yourself when you're always like dropping what you're doing to answer the needs of the other person. And then I chose uh, somebody as my first spouse that wasn't quite aligned with me, but I wanted to make it work because who wants to be a failure in marriage or a relationship? Then most of my true self was being patted down or like I was just ignoring it probably better to live a different life so that people could be happy with you and your contribution to their life but then once you know that really fell apart because it wasn't based on truth because it wasn't based on who I was and every time they would try to change me I would have a you know this interior conflict and would cry alone in a corner (laughs) so how is that how is that a happy life when you're showing up as a different person, but then when you really have a quiet moment, you're crying. Like you're like, I literally was getting wrinkles near my eyes. Like, you know, I was always feeling like tension headaches and no amount of like, Oh, go to the spa or do self-care was going to fix that because it was something deeper. And so when the bandaid was ripped off, 
that person was not, not satisfied with, you know, the relationship because I wasn't, I didn't even know who I was. Um, it then really awakened me to making different decisions. I was like, I don't want to go through that anymore, but it took meeting people like you, Rita, people who, who knew about the ways to live a more, you know, truthful life, holistic life, and just being more conscious and aware. And then that, that whole tuning into intuition, like it really took people who knew that language, who knew that art to surround me. And I became a seeker and I was like, oh, what do y'all know that I don't know? I want to be happy like you all. <laughs> I want to know. So, so this is really great that you're hosting these types of talks because I think there might be some people who are in the, in the, the space that I used to be in and they're also seeking a way out. Cool, awesome. Um... So yeah, that's, I mean, that it takes courage and strength to go on the journey of self-love. I mean, you look at, uh, I mean, look, you can look at the reality shows that everybody's, you know, their, their, their number one rated shows on TV is reality shows, right? <laughs> Everyone's watching, <laughs> like keeping up with the Kardashians. I'm not even sure if they're still highly rated. I think they're, um, I think they're on their last season. Um, I haven't caught up with the reality shows and goodness in years, like I used to watch them, but from what I remember, you know, you see it on in, you know, people are caught up in drama and mind you, I'm sure they're doing it for entertainment purposes, but I mean, a lot of it was real stuff that they were going through. Cause it was, you know, it was literally divorces were happening. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, it was like, it, you know, it was a large part of it was real. Um, so, so we can even see this amongst high profile people that when they're not truly tuned in, um, we, 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 we will see in these reality shows that, you know, one person is jealous of the other for having more, um, and therefore it's going to, they're going to retaliate in these covert digs and such like this. And it just really it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's a really happy place to live from or very joyous. It's just a lot of arguing, you know, arguing and, you know, a lot of scheming and they seem pretty miserable going through that process. Um, so if they actually, like, if everyone would make that effort to really, you know, love themselves, get to know themselves, I think as a society, we are, I think that it, we are getting more aware of, of it, you know, that, hey, if I'm lashing out on so-and-so, that means I'm jealous of her. Hmm, I wonder what that's about. What am I lacking that, you know, what, you know, I, I just feel like more people need to ask themselves those questions. And, you know, we would have a much more fulfilled <laughs> society. We'll, we'll just have less um, tension, people having less, you know, tension and people actually striving for what they actually want, as opposed to holding themselves back, repressing themselves, um, and not really going for what they want because perhaps they don't know what they really want. So they're going to listen to their parents. They're going to listen to their spouse or their friends or whoever is a much more dominant character in their life. So, um, yeah, so that's wonderful that you shared that story with us and that you found your true inner voice and you seeked out 
knowledge and wisdom to go on that path. And, and now you are a business developer. Um, and, you know, um, that's beautiful. So what, so how, like, what tips can you offer to, for somebody that wants to love themselves more or find their inner voice? Oh, that's a great question. I think for most of the people that I definitely work with, they're creatives and they're artists and they're asking those questions constantly. Like, am I living this purposeful path? And uh, a great word that I discovered was ikigai, where you uh, ask yourself four simple questions and it's a Japanese philosophy of finding your purpose, but you ask like, what do, you, what do I love? What am I good at? What can I get paid for? And what does the world need? And having those things balanced out is a form of self-love because you're then making a decision based on those answers that you've definitely uh, brought out of your inner self instead of asking just the one question, oh, what can I get paid for the most, right? Like, I think that's how, that's how some people make decisions. It's like, oh, that you're making money off there. Maybe I should do that too. But they don't even consider, are they good at that? Are they, are they even going to love that, right? People are just chasing money or that kind of outside reward instead of like feeling really balanced. And I love that Ikigai question addresses both sides of things that, yeah, what can I get paid for? But then it always starts with what do I love? So if you're still developing and you're still trying to find yourself and you're, you're really trying to build upon what you currently love and maybe you need to be good at it eventually, then having that time to dive deeper into a study or practice something is always uh, rewarding. Like, and it's always rewarding sooner than later as well. Cause I think other people recognize that you're a person of um, that you're somebody who's working on themselves instead of just a drain on somebody else or resources, et cetera. And people, when they have respect for you, they actually want to present you with more opportunities. So then it becomes this really great reciprocation of you're appreciating yourself, they're appreciating you. And then in turn, all these doors open and you just land on something really awesome. So when you're feeling really good about what you're putting out there in the world and that you're also supporting yourself based on your decisions, uh, it's, it's so wonderful and you can smile about it day after day. I agree. Totally. I think that's where a lot of people get trapped is they go and they go follow, you know, oh, Sally's making millions in the trucking business. So I'm going to do what Sally's doing and, or whatever it is, whatever shiny object is presented to them. And well, that's Sally's genius. You know, ever we all have different personality structures. We all have different different things activate us. Our minds operate differently. We process information differently, right? So, you know, people, yeah, I think a lot of people need to take time out to figure out what is your inner genius. And that, you know, that's where you're going to be great at. It's where you're going to excel at. That's what you're going to um, really actually work really hard at because it activates you, you know, it's something that you, you know, it's something that naturally just comes to you intuitively. Um, you know, you just get better and better and better at doing it. The more and more you do it, 
you know, the right decisions kind of just flow to you, you know, because that is your inner genius. You tapped into your inner genius. So, and that just requires getting to know yourself, like really getting to know yourself and not allowing, not just being a mold of, you know, whatever you think society, that you should be in for in society um, and, or copying some character that they're, you know, they're seeing or what have you. So yeah, that's definitely a part um, of self-love. And I think that not often spoken about either is like part of self-love too is, you know, honoring yourself, getting to know yourself and listening to your inner voice and um, which involves being true and a whole bunch of opportunities will be on the path of truth, right? So as opposed yes. to, and it just takes so much more energy when you're not really being, you know, who you are, right? As opposed to, oh, you know, Sarah has it always going on. I always like what she's doing or, you know, how she, so I'm just going to copy whatever she does. Um, yeah, I think we, you know, anyone who thinks <laughs> this is a recipe for failure. <laughs> and I think Oprah said it best, you know, Oprah um, came out and said, I was just Oprah, you know, the minute I was Oprah, that was when, you know, her show got big and she's become this massive icon that nobody has replaced her, you know, cause she literally tapped into who really, who she was, who her voice was, what her style was, you know, how she dressed, how she spoke, topics that she talked about that she was passionate about that nobody was doing uh, when she hit the stage with her talk show in the 80s, 90s. So she really was the first one. And the first one, I guess, you know, to really be herself, if you really look at it. Because if you look at any other, you know, um, media personalities such as herself, not a lot of them stand out because I don't think they really, you know, had like they, they, I don't think they were tuned in to themselves like Oprah is because, you know, I think that's what big reason why she stands out so strongly is like yeah. she's literally not copying anybody. She's <laughs> 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 like, it's like she, there is no only one Oprah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and you know, and we all know Oprah's very spiritual, and we all know Oprah, you know, she's so into being enlightened. She devotes so much of her, you know, showtime. And now with the Super Soul Sunday, you know, after she retired from the Oprah show, um, and then she's, you know, celebrating, you know, personal development gurus and recommending their books and such, you know, to further influence people to dive deep into this, you know, personal development. It is work and it is, it's like seeking treasure and it activates, you know, you get much more aware of yourself and you get a much more aware of, you know, how you're showing up in the world and, you know, what you're lacking and what you, what actions are missing from your life and such. And just, you know, it's, it's how you become stronger and that's how you become just more fulfilled in all areas of your life. Like it's not just for your career or business, but, you know, your relationships, um, you know, anything, you know, just living a life by your design, which is representing your actual inner voice, 
right? So, yeah, yeah. So that's a beautiful message that you shared. Love it. Um, so if anybody wants to find more out about you, I know you're, you're a business developer. What kind of business developer are you? Do you, are you specialized in a certain niche or do you help anybody else? Like what, so talk a little bit more about Sure. Yeah. I, I love helping uh, artists, especially people who are um, going on this more solopreneur path in the beginning and then seeing ways that we can scale that. So I have clients who are writers, clients who are uh, coaches themselves. I have a client who's building an educational platform for teaching about cryptocurrency. So really, it really runs a gamut. But what I find that I'm specializing in, you mentioned it, um, a little bit with when you're talking about Oprah is helping people get out of their own way. <laughs> so, so there's partly some coaching that happens in there because right now we're living in a, in a time frame where you can make money off of your personality, but if you have a business structure to support that, it'll be easier. So I do work with other people who are also more on that um, influencer track as well. And I just find it fascinating that there are so many opportunities if you really position yourself correctly. And of course, you know, once you're down that path, knowing yourself, taking care of yourself is going to be what sustains that business for the long run. You can't burn out early because you're trying to chase all these shiny objects or you're burning your money out because you're, you know, spending money on what you think would be um, good because of marketing that they put out there, but you didn't really realize that you needed more foundational stuff. I always prefer if people, you know, at least uh, contact me first to see like where they're at on the pathway. Cause sometimes I do recommend saying, Hey, you already have a lot of this stuff established. Go and, you know, go ahead and sign up for that program. That's amazing. I think that's good timing for you. But other people are like, I'm considering this program. Should I sign up for it? And I'm like, well, do you have this, 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 this together? And if the answer is no, then I'll say, well, you should consider developing that out first so that you have a really solid foundation and then moving towards that next type of, uh, you know, program. And so I'm, I'm great for those who are just starting up. I love those who are in the verge of reinvention because maybe they've been doing something for too long and they need to really craft it out so that that transition is not crazy. But then also those who want to lead in this market as a personality and those who want to re make really good impact um, by being online, I thrive in those spaces helping people there. So thank you for the opportunity Rita and how people can reach me is that if they just go to marilyncrump.com and that's M-A-R-I-L-E-N-C-R-U-M-P.com. Or you can look up the hashtag expert dream catcher uh, because most people who have dreams, they're trying to get that monetized and off the ground. And so I love helping people do that. Mm. And that hashtag, is that for Instagram or? For all the things. So you can look it up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. If you just even search it on Google, you'll land on my stuff. Okay, cool. So I'm going to have MarilynCrump.com written out on the podcast episode. So for the audio listeners, you can just copy and paste it on whatever podcast directory you're listening from. Um, so thanks so much, Marilyn, for dropping some awesome self-love gems and 
you know, sharing with us and devoting some time to the Happy Being Well podcast. And uh, so everybody, if you love this episode, subscribe and share it out with your friends and have a happy day, guys. Sending love, light and blessings.